The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Guess who's on and not even remotely ready to get going today? Let me get my headphones on my head and I'll start it the way I like to. Like, hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to California Sportsman. <laughs> We've got a You're show You're already for a you. train wreck. I'm a wreck right from the start this morning. There's no point in it. You know, I don't like this break that we have in here now where it's like 10 seconds to get to the mic. It takes me that long to move my coffee cup. I used, to, I used to come in here, kick back, relax a little bit. That'll teach me to spend about extra five minutes at home. But I was studying the weather. Uh huh. Yeah. In, in it's my laboratory. 85 degrees. It's beautiful. We should be fishing. What are we doing here? This is hump day. You can bet on it. This you- is the last warm day you're going to feel this year because today's going to be 85. That means it's going to be almost 90 in Vacaville. And there is not for the next two weeks a day that goes over 75 degrees and it hangs out mostly in the high 60s to low 70s for two weeks. Fishing is here. And it looks like there might be a little bit of rain coming our way, too. Hey, Newsom, they might let you off the hook after. No, we will not. Might want to not sell so much water next time. <laughs> you think? That's a whole nother story. We've got a great show for you today, loaded with information on what's going on out there. And believe me, it's happening. I'm going to waste no time right now. We are going to head straight to San Francisco Bay. We're going to climb on board with Captain James Smith aboard the California Dawn and check in what the winds did last week and what the fish did, too. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seb. Good morning. Tell us about it, guy. What did those big winds blow out there, and how much wind did you get compared to what was howling through the valley? Well, it was actually a nice break here because I uh, unfortunately had to cancel everything out for the week because it was howling down here. The seas were big and angry, so we just shut down for the week. I did oil changes. I did maintenance. We squeezed out one trip on Thursday as it was coming down along the coast. Fish were really pinched. They do not like the swell condition along the coast, and sometimes that's like our plan B. It was tough fishing. Got back out yesterday. Uh, the weather laid out in the ocean like a lake. Can't could have ran his bass boat out here. It was so flat yesterday. I saw that picture of you going into the gate yesterday morning. It looked like you were looked like you were on Clear Lake. I was surprised it wasn't a water skier. Yeah. yeah. It was. It was flat. I mean, you know, I was just like throwing a switch air, so. Everything kind of conformed. Uh, you know, that storm's pulling a lot of energy out of the system. The calm before the storm, they always say, we're in the calm right now. We're going to see some stormy weather next week that will probably, unfortunately, we may lose the weekend unless it, you know, punches itself out. It is a weather forecast, and it is a week away. But uh, right now, we're, we got flat weather. And uh, I went to the islands yesterday. We fished that, you know, Fanning Shoals area. I've been making it a point to fish a different spot every day. I'm kind of like a, a kid in a candy store having uh, new spots to fish. It would be like Kent if you got a brand-new lake to fish and nobody had been able to fish it for 30 years. That's what we got up here. Pretty cool watching uh, 
big yellows stopped the gear on the way down. I had to pull out several backlashes. These guys were just caught off guard. They're expecting to go down 250 feet. Fish are grabbing the gear down 120 feet down, <laughs> stopping them. And they're like, oh, I think I hit bottom. I'm like, no, you hit a fish, start reeling. So uh, it's, it's pretty cool for, for us to see that because, you know, I mean, it would take a really good bite down towards the main islands to actually see that kind of action. We used to see it years ago, but now again, we're in a new area that hasn't been fished in close to 30 years. So every day I've been just caught scotching, trying to get a, a mental map of the areas that, that, you know, what they hold because there's, you know, they're just like communities. I mean, you have different communities of fish. You got reds in this area. You got, widows in this area you got you know uh, olives in this area you know different species of school fish so it's been a lot of fun uh just coming up here and playing around and looking at all the stuff every place you stop you're going to catch fish what variety you know that that you know we're, we're kind of mapping that out but all of it's all good the link cod were back on the tear yesterday boats out both boats limited out on link cod up to 20 so they're still biting good uh, you know now is a good time to go get them because you know we tend to lay off them a little bit on the crab combos it's just so much of a full day you got so much stuff to do you tack a long boat right on it and it's uh you know it's just a, it's a lot of, it's a lot of work for us so you know we lay off the link out a little on crab traps that eats up uh sometimes can eat up an enormous amount of time but uh you know we updated all the hydraulics on the boat that was the other thing i was doing so the pots are coming up on the on the three boat now, uh, probably close to forty miles an hour. That's how fast the block. <laughs> you come at me faster yeah. than that, you're going to pull the boat down. <laughs> yeah, no, they come up really, really, really fast. Well, that that uh, we have, 450 horsepower motor you put on there with the blown injectors and everything is probably working real well. <laughs> you're going to give those little crabs the bins. You bring them up that fast. Apparently so. <laughs> Yeah, 660 horses, Steph. Don't cheat me on horsepower. No, I meant the one on the davit or whatever the hell you call it that brings up the uh, crab pot. Oh, oh, yeah. You're the only guy I know out there that's got a key start to bring it up. Yeah, that thing's enormous. No, we we tried equipment on the boats. You know, I used to be, I'm a now retired commercial crabber, but uh, I insisted on having commercial style hydraulics on the boat there's just no substitution uh especially when you're trying to add more time of fishing less time pulling gear if the pots are coming up at 40 miles an hour well guess you can move you can pull pots pretty quick on these boats so we just try and stay ahead of the curve and uh, that's one of the updates we did on the boat this off season well it sounds to me like you've got the perfect situation between the el dorado three and the california dawn folks James has got it all wrapped up out there. If you've got a big party, you can go on either boat, get a hold of them, get out there and get booked while the fishing is as great as it is with all these new areas out there. Man, it's like dropping into prehistoric fishing periods every now and then. You guys can go out there and those fish don't, they've never seen a hook. Now's your opportunity to go out there and harvest your own and take care of your business for the holiday season like we always do. Make sure we got plenty of that good white meat for Christmas. James, give them all the hookup info. They got to get out there and get in on the action. Absolutely. The number here, 510-417-5557. Reach us on the web, CaliforniaDawn.com. Also on Facebook and Instagram, check out daily fish fish scores, uh, fish reports, pictures, everything. Uh, We got it here on the page, so come check us out. And, uh, yeah, guys, 
little bit of time, crab combos, first Saturday of November. Go get your crab validation cards. It's a pain in the butt, but you have to go get another piece of paper to add to your wallet. So uh, make sure you guys got them this year if you want to get some crab. You got it, James. You have a great one out there. We will talk to you again real soon, my friend. Thanks, guys. Have a great show. Captain James Smith we, on the California. We get Dome. one of those cards, and he'll bring the crab over just to the house. Delivers to the house. Bring it up. That's cooked and on ice. Nice. That's generally the way it works. Nice. So. I like that. The only way I want it to work. Well, the only yeah. way Marilyn wants it to work. You should have heard her <laughs> tell me the other day. Throw away that crab pot. We're not ever boiling water or trying to boil water out here anymore. <laughs> you get a forty mile an hour wind in Vacaville. You ain't boiling squat outside. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't have a flame either. <laughs> oh yeah. Maybe that's <laughs> what all that smoke was about. <laughs> there you We're go. We're gonna take a quick break right now. When we come back. We're hooking up with Gate Crashers Fishing Adventures. Captain Zach Medinas has Sturgeon 101 for you. Things that'll help you catch more fish. Right after this quick break. Y'all stick around. You're about to get hooked. Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and, of course, crab combo trips. Where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiber glass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics sonar heated cabin fully electric galley for hot meals and restroom facilities they all make the california dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available the availability of fishing licenses bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable to find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the california dawn or to book a trip give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.californiadawn.com hi this is seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people. Well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know, I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at Ron Duprat Ford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at BodegaTackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. 
Duckworth Boats. Hand-built by highly trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision, and craftsmanship. With models from 18 to 40 feet, designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters, featuring the entire line of Duckworth Boats. From outboard tillers to jets and inboards, the Advantage Navigator, Pacific Navigator, Pacific Pro, and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fish and Marine's trained sales staff will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance, and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or duckworthboats.com. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Henderson. Just to prove I do know how to get on time. <laughs> You're back. Wow. That was quite <laughs> that an was opening. a rough opening. Well, we've changed that. We're going to rework some numbers and everything so I can have more Ultimate time Bass to... was sure smooth today, I just wanted to tell you. Just, just, yeah, well, I'm here right now. Right through there. Well, I'm here now just to make things a little <laughs> rocky. And speaking of rocky, I don't think they're going to be rocky out the gate today. And I don't think they're going to be too rocky chasing salmon out there because salmon action, I'm hearing reports that some of it's slowing down, some of it's picking up out in the salt you know, it's winding right. down, guys. They're it's getting coming to up the end the there. river for sure. And they'll be closing it before you know it. Yeah, they're definitely moving up the river. The Feather River fish are pretty mature and pretty, uh, I guess, darkish. That's mm. a, that's the polite way of saying road kills. And a lot of the fresh fish, the Sacramento River fish that are coming into the system, they're getting some chromers. Well, Seth, we got to remind a lot of our friends that might be launching out of Miller Park or uh, down in the lower end at uh, the Sacramento River. If you guys enjoy the Daytona 500, you're about to be in it. I drove by <laughs> Discovery Exit. To, well, I took that exit yeah. to come off the freeway today to come over here to the studio. And I got to tell you, it was like... What was it? Aftershock was starting yeah, Aftershock up again. Yeah, Aftershock was up again. Well, there's a, there's there's probably a hundred bass boats in there's a tournament going out of Discovery Park. There's trailers and guys Park. driving all over, and they look like they have no clue where they're going. So I should have known immediately it was a bass tournament. <laughs> there you have it. Let's talk to Zach. Let's do that. <laughs> Let's get hooked up with the man himself right now from Gate Crashers Fishing Adventures, Captain Zach Medinas, joins us to talk a little bit about sturgeon action right now. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, guys. How are you? Ah, doing well. What are you hearing on salmon out the gate? Because I know Fisherman's Wharf was your home here lately. Ooh, I don't know. (laughs) Yesterday we did rockfish. How does that answer your question? It uh, belly up is the term, I would say. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's. You know, I don't want to say it's that time of year. Some years in October, it's it's just lights out, but um, it's just not that now. And as people say, that's fishing and. You just have to react to whatever your opportunities are. So, yeah, for us, we're doing rock fishing trips, and then we'll be back fishing sturgeon very soon. Well, salmon are moving up. They're taking their chances now. The water temperature is changing. Little freshets of water are hitting and melting into the system. So it's it's a natural for them to move, and there won't be a next year if they don't. So let's get them up there and get things rolling again. But, Zach, you're planning way ahead, doing some uh, rock cod fishing right now to fill in the gaps but it's just about time for you to move that craft of yours and get back over into that sturgeon action isn't it absolutely and uh, next week uh we're going to be up in the delta and we'll be fishing sturgeon all the way through may but i just want to tell you guys seth asked me to uh give some general advice on on sturgeon fishing and it's kind of a lot to rattle off but i'll rattle it off as quick as i can uh 
Maybe can we do that now, Seth? Go for it. That's what the plan is. He's going to give you some tips that are going to cause you to catch, fortunately, more fish. Go ahead. Yeah, we're going to start off just with, uh, you know, I'm going to rattle this off pretty quick, but anchors, you know, it's really important to have a quality anchor. You don't have to spend a lot of money. Dumar makes a good anchor. Uh, the claw style is the one that we like and have a lot of chain and a lot of road to go with that. Um, you hear guys talking a lot about using weights, you know, uh, heavier weights for sturgeon fishing. We use 16 and 20 ounces. Really only need probably 16 ounces, but um, a very important tip when guys are telling you to use heavy weight like that, don't use those little red uh, sliders, plastic sliders, things like that. We use AFW snap swivels on our main and our, our uh, snap for the weight. And that's a 300-pound rating, and it's uh, stainless. Um, if you don't have a quality swivel holding that heavy lead and you're casting that thing, I mean, it's li- literally like a medieval weapon at that point. If it breaks <laughs> off, you're going to hurt somebody. And um, bait, you know, you hear everybody talk about use the freshest bait possible. Guess what? Cause that's true. Get a good quality cooler. We use Yeti. You don't have to buy Yeti, but get a really good one for that. And uh, notice where other captains are fishing when you're out in the water. If you're new to it and you see your favorite captain fishing somewhere, notice where he's at. Uh, try not to fish by him because chances are people have probably ruined his bite anyway because there's so many anchors dropping by him. They don't have good anchors. They're dragging. So, uh, but note where he's at, you know what I mean? And then later when you come out on your own, use your electronics and look in those places. Good general rules are uh, you got a big tide, fish shallow. you got a medium to small tide, tide, you can fish almost anywhere. So that's a good one for that. Um, let me see here. Uh, one other thing I wanted to mention is reels. You know, we've got a lot of really nice reels these days. We use accurate reels. Um, basically, all the high-end reels these days have a fast, uh, very powerful, lot of torque in their retrieve. Um, get a good reel. I always tell people, like, be open to learning new things, whether you're just starting out and, you know, taking advantage of some of these general tips or you've been at it for a while. Um, you know, let your gear get outdated, not you. You know, take be excited about learning, learning new stuff. And some of the new reels that we have, they'll allow you to do so much more. So, And uh, one of the last things I want to say is uh, download <laughs> download the podcast um, and use use apps. You know, download, learn how to use apps, have somebody teach you. Uh, download the show, uh, and you can listen to it if you miss it miss it later on an app. And then when you got somebody like myself, kind of like an auctioneer, rattling off all this stuff, and you're not able to take it all in, later on you can just rewind it. And at your leisure, you can hear it over and over and get it many times. I know I do that with listening. I was others. thinking maybe you ought to put together a video of all of this and uh, get it out on the market pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, that that definitely be fun. I thought about doing something like that uh, every morning, every charter boat. Um, we give a morning speech on safety and basically what we expect to happen and how to deal with the fishing when you're out there. But if people got a chance to watch that beforehand, I think they'd be a lot more comfortable when they come out of there fishing for salmon or sturgeon or, or whatever. You know, Absolutely. You know, it, it's all about repetitions. There's no question about it. The first time you do anything, you're an idiot at it. The second time, you're a little bit better, and you progress through the learning experiences, and pretty soon you know to have heavy weights, and you know to have a great anchor, because the same thing happens to your anchor that happens to your weights. You think the tide is moving on the surface the same as it is on the bottom of that river? It's not. Sometimes it can move two and three times faster at the bottom than it's moving on the surface, or the surface might be going one direction, and the bottom might be going another. It can get confusing, can't it? Oh, yeah. And, and you know, the whole thing is, is if you uh, really want to take advantage of some of the guys that, you know, may, may be doing things a little differently than they did 20 years ago, a lot of guys are like, uh, 
you know, I've been doing this forever and it works for me and so forth and so on. And, you know, I can't argue that, but, you know, one of the best parts about being the outdoors is learning something new every time and just, you know, maybe humble yourself a little bit to learning something new and, or better yet, be excited about learning something new. You know, if you're satisfied with going out and catching one sturgeon every now and then, that's fine. That's you. That's your business, folks. But if you want to learn, like we talked about last week, like Colonel Stephen uh, Mitchell that yeah. I sent you the note on, that he has already contacted you. He wants to learn sturgeon fishing. He wants to be taught. And that's exactly what you do when you're out there on the waters, Zach. And I think that anybody that's interested in learning about sturgeon fishing, the history of the fish, the biology of sturgeons, it's all there, folks. This is a wealth of information when you get on a boat. You can become an expert if you pay attention and implement the things that Zach and his deckhands are talking about. That's just the yeah. way it works. You'll get good. Even Kent Brown will get good at sturgeon We've fishing. We've done 1,300 California sports from radio shows, and we're still idiots. Yeah, we talk true. to these guys every weekend. Yeah, but we don't we don't put it to use. We just talk about it too much. <laughs> That's right. Well, Zach, sturgeon fishing is one of the most exciting things to do, and I know that you promote a lot of catch and release, and I'm very thankful that many, many of our guides are doing catch and release with them now are keeping only what you need and not – Everybody taking home a five-foot-long fish. We don't need that, and the fishery doesn't need it either. Give them all the hookup infos they need, Zach, because they got to get out and share in this, and I know you're going to get booked pretty solid. Some people are happy with uh, one sturgeon a trip. Zach caught about 50 in one day. That's the kind of fishing you can have out there in the Delta if you know what you're doing, folks. Give them that hookup. Yeah, if you want to get out with us, get a hold of us at uh, Call Me Old School, 925 497 7171. Uh, you can also find us online, gatecrasherfishing.com. Social media, we have Instagram and Facebook. But yeah, you know, come on out. And um, the nice part about being on a small boat is you can actually see what we're doing. You're in the wheelhouse with us. And, you know, I always tell people I'd rather show than tell. So come on out. It's a lot easier, easier to learn too that way. Captain Zach Medinas with Gatecrasher Fishing. Thanks for hooking up with us and thanks for sharing with our listeners, Zach. Thank you for having me on the show. All right, take care. What a great guy and a great opportunity for you to get out there and get into some sturgeon and learn along the way. Well, our next guest is running one of the top tackle shops there is just outside of Petaluma on your way to Bodega Bay. Let's hook up with not Kent Brown, but Ken Brown. And I got to get Surrey to pay more attention to me when I say that. We're going to Bodega Tackle right now, and they've got it all. Joining us is the owner out there, Ken Brown. Good morning, Ken. Hey, Seth, how are you doing? I'm doing outstanding. I bet you're processing a whole bunch of bait through that place lately. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot. Well, it's kind of transition time for you. Is it, people are kind of starting to lay off a little bit on the King Salmon action, and they're really starting to work over the rock and ling and everything else, aren't they? Yeah, we um, we had gotten another push of salmon that came in, and then the, we had this big blow the last, you know, several days. And now this morning it seems like we're getting about 50-50, half the people going for salmon and half going for uh, the rockfish, which has been really good lately. Well, the king's, God, too. the king's salmon late in the season like this are generally pigs. We're hearing of an awful lot of 20, 25-pound yeah. and larger fish caught. I'm sure you're hearing that and probably seeing them as they drag the dead bodies in there to show <laughs> them off, right? Yeah, yeah, we're hearing of the bigger ones for sure. Any big ones <laughs> weighed in? Have you seen any monsters yourself? Uh, I'd say the biggest we've seen this year was around 45 pounds. Jeez, that would be a more than a handful. That's Alaska size right there. Yeah, but we, we've had, we've had this derby going, uh, 
all season, and Biggest Fish wins all. And we probably weighed, you know, I don't know, 30 fish over 20 pounds. We weighed, we weighed quite a few. That's a, that's a bunch, no question about it. Must be a lot of a lot of slime on the floor of that tackle shop. <laughs> yeah. Um, right now, yeah, but as a change, we're just getting ready. Now we're kind of just ramping up for um, crabbing. Um, we had fishing game. It was here kind of talking to kind of answering any questions we had for everybody about, you know, the little bit of the changes with the red buoys and stuff and the licenses and how that all went. And so um, it seems like everything's going to be, you know, hopefully we open up at the no whales and we open on the right time and we'll just have to see what happens. But everybody's excited and buying crab stuff. We got it here. We got every – we're selling pots out like crazy. And Have you, you got the uh, validation tags and everything there? I we do we do have those. They're only uh, I think they're two seventy two. They're um, I don't I really don't know why they're making us do it. I think for some cost, you know. It's how that works, it's but. it's a study that they do and they pay yeah. attention and learn from it supposedly. And uh, at least it's not twenty seven dollars. It's only two seventy or whatever it is. Exactly. But, but you got to have it this year, folks. Don't get caught up in it. I don't think they'll be super aggressive on this, but they will be educating you out there. And if you're a jerk, you're going to get educated with a ticket, chances right. are. That's, ex- that's exactly the kind of uh, attitude this guy's you know, kind of telling me is that they're going to be educating people this year unless you're deliberately trying to break the rules. Yeah, and but if you're, you're trying to follow along with the rules, I think you're going to be okay. Yeah, don't be a dick in this case. We don't want any more Richards running around out there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but we're gonna we're we got all the bait. We're gonna have all our regular stuff. We have that everybody's depends on us for. So and we'll be here bright and early on the crab opener. Uh, I don't doubt that for a moment. Probably about three a.m. is more like it. Um, as as this season changes like this, are you seeing a big change in your baits or what you where the sales are in it? Because I have been watching friends of mine that've been going fishing. They were out at Bodega. Now they're starting to head down to Dillon. They're going other places. And they're still into fishing. They're still catching halibut. Yes, there is quite a few halibut. I, yeah, I got some halibut in the last couple of days. Yeah, there are for sure. Um, they're fishing down. Um, I heard it, so they're getting some off a of ten mile, and they were again, but in uh, Tomales here too. They're always catching them in there. Give our listeners real quick an idea of the base that you've got available. The base are uh, we got? So right now we have orange label herring, we have red label herring, and we have green label herring. And we have anchovies, and we have – so we've been able to get those um, in stock pretty well. And then uh, we have just all your bags, you know, your bag anchovies, bag sardines, um, just the regular stuff like that. And then any live bait you guys – anybody needs. Um, we don't have any anchovies here. I guess that was a pretty tough year to keep them alive because the water well, – They had some problems. I understand they ripped up a net yeah. really bad and everything, and they're not going back out this year. So it's uh, the end of the season for live bait, supposedly. We'll see what yeah. happens. Sometimes uh, people have these little bins full of them hidden around places sometimes, and uh, they bring <laughs> they bring that out later on. Who knows what will happen next? Well, Ken, yeah. you're, you're heading to a very busy time of year out there. I imagine you have crab pots stacked up about 40 feet high out in front of the store. We've are, we had them all down the middle of the store. We sold out once. We get another delivery of twenty today. <laughs> um, they're coming and going, but the thing this is the thing. It's I'm talking to the distributors, and there's only a certain amount of crab pots because they're all stuck on the boats. And so I don't know. I'm just telling people right now: if 
you really are serious about needing crab pots, you're better off. If get them from me or get them from somebody else, but get them now instead of waiting until later. Don't play any games. You can, anything. you can bet it's sitting on a ship outside the gate, and that'll probably be <laughs> unloaded in about a year. So uh, <laughs> exactly, exactly, and that's not that's not I, no that's not these, too far from the truth. And these guys are on that ship, knowing that their tour of duty basically is done, <laughs> and they still got to stay on that ship till they get it unloaded. So they're going to have an interesting life out there. In the meantime, let's hope let's hope that uh, we can get that all taken care of. But in the meantime, folks, if you need tackle, if you need anything having to do with the outdoors, fishing, and having fun, and you're heading up towards that area of California, go right up through Petaluma, and on your way to Bodega Bay, you will see it just outside of town on the right-hand side. Stop in, say hi, and load up with the things that you need. Ken, you have a great day. Thanks for hooking up with us, and we'll be checking in with you as crab season starts to progress here, too. We appreciate it. All right, Seth. Thanks for having me on. Stop by, folks. Bodega Tackle on the way to Bodega Bay. You can't miss it out there. Quick break right now. When we come back, we've got Live Long in the Outdoors from Regina right after this. It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around. The Real Magic, owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole. This fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real Magic. Call 707-875-BOLT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. Paulina Peak Tackle, a top producer of fishing tackle designed for dedicated kokanee salmon anglers. Paulina Peak Tackle makes high-quality, effective ultralight dodgers, lures, spinners, hoochies, and more in a wide variety of fish-catching color combinations. Whether you're trolling your favorite close-to-home kokanee lake or that trophy destination of a lifetime, Paulina Peak Tackle's erratic actions and vibrations consistently attract fish to strike. If you're looking for sure-fire fish-catching combos for kokanee, look no further. Check them out at your favorite tackle store or see the entire line at paulinapeaktackle.com. Order online or call 755-224-2205. When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. Elkhorn Bait has high-quality rods and reels for every type of fishing in Northern California, from trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad. And more important, Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, pile worms, blood worms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street in Elkhorn Boulevard. Boulevard west of Watt, 916-991-5298. Hey, they're also your local U-Haul dealer. France is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Marantz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing 
allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Pacific Flyway Supplies in Dixon knows the importance of family activities and the outdoors. Regina Stafford of Outdoor Adventures, a lady who knows her way around hunting, fishing, and conservation, will motivate you to live long in the outdoors. She'll tell you when, where, and how your family can take advantage of many outdoor opportunities close to home. From fishing to hunting, bird watching to animal rescue, women take part in our outdoor traditions, becoming skilled sportsmen, helping to lead the way for their families. And now, here's Gina Stafford with Live Long in the Outdoors. Good morning, everybody. JD here, and a quick update on the kokanee salmon spawning situation up here in South Lake Tahoe. Now, last week I hiked Taylor Creek, which flows out of Fallen Leaf Lake and flows, oh, it's probably two miles down into Lake Tahoe. And Taylor Creek is the numero uno spawning stream for. Lake Tahoe's kokanee salmon, and they don't plant them here anymore, so it's really important that you get a good spawn in there. And browns also spawn in there this time of year. Well, nobody was going to be spawning because the creek was completely dry. I hiked up. Well, we're going to get that straightened out for you right away. Pushed the wrong button, and it wasn't me, Kent. you believe that? I'm not the one this that did time. it this time. You're going to hear all about that in just a minute. That's J.D. talking about some of the problems that we saw or he discovered up at Lake Tahoe, and I'm going to let him tell you about that in the segment. We got it reset, and now we're going to live long in the outdoors with Regina. Imagine that. Good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday. Hi, Regina. It's Regina calling with my weekly check-in. I, uh, you know, we're like literally days away from the balance of the state opener. And of course, we're crazy busy here with Outdoor Adventures and all of our guidelines, getting the guidelines ready, getting the lease blinds ready. It's a little bit of chaos, especially with the water situation this year. And so we're hustling, to say the least. But I wanted to mention to you guys or remind everybody here about a program that I really, really, really think is one of the coolest programs running in our state and that's the cow waterfowls hunt program uh, and just the opportunities that are made available through this hunt program if you don't know what it is check it out on the cow waterfowl webpage but my announcement or reminder is the fact that the november hunt deadline is happening is today the 16th okay so to get in on the chance to win a hunt or be drawn for a hunt on CWA hunt program blinds or leased land is today. So you have to go to their website, hit the hunt program tab, and put your name in the hat, basically. 
if you're drawn or if you're chosen, there is a $25 fee that applies that you, you know, and you have to become kind of like a member. It's like a membership fee that applies, but really for like that amount of money to be able to hunt on some prime properties is really just, you know, phenomenal. It's a, it's a great deal. And all the money goes to a great cause anyways, because CWA is a nonprofit, um, doing some pretty good work here in our state. So obviously it's something that's worth your time, um, to support, even if you are not drawn, but then again, there's always the chance of being drawn, especially check out some of their youth opportunities as well. So all that information is on the Cal Waterfowl dot org website if you go to their hunting tab then you can see um, and follow the links to the hunt program to put um, your name in the drawing and again the deadline for the november hunts are the november hunts only is today october 16th so go put your name in the hat all right you guys have a great weekend um can't wait for duck season even in this weird, weird year that it is. So have a great weekend. Get your families outside and enjoy this fall weather. Live Long in the Outdoors with Regina Stafford is sponsored by Pacific Flyway Supplies in Dixon. They have everything hunters need for successful outings. Decoys, calls, clothing, ammo, and more, including a full selection of Yeti products and Green Mountain Grills. Preparing game after a successful trip is important, and Pacific Flyway Supplies has the area's largest selection of marinades, spices, smoker chips, and brines for perfect wild game meals. Outfit your entire family for their next adventure at Pacific Flyway Supplies, 1690 North Lincoln Street in Dixon, near Gone Fish and Marine and Rondu Pratt Ford. Call 707-474-8448 or check them out at PacificFlywaySupplies.com. Hey, I got a call from J.D. Ritchie, as you've heard earlier, about uh, kokanee not being able to spawn, nor brown trout being able to spawn up at Taylor Creek. Take a listen to this, and if you have the opportunity or the gumption, take a look at it on YouTube and check out the videos and the shock on his face when water started coming down Taylor Creek. Roll it. Good morning, everybody. JD here, and a quick update on the Kokanee salmon spawning situation up here in South Lake Tahoe. Now, last week I hiked Taylor Creek, which flows out of Fallen Leaf Lake and flows, oh, it's probably two miles down into Lake Tahoe. And Taylor Creek is the numero uno spawning stream for Lake Tahoe's kokanee salmon, and they don't plant them here anymore, so it's really important that you get a good spawn in there. And browns also spawn in there this time of year. Well, nobody was going to be spawning because the creek was completely dry. I hiked up to the dam, which is, it's kind of confusing how it all operates, but as I understand it, the U.S. Forest Service operates the dam up there on Fallen Leaf, and they weren't letting any water out, so... I made some calls via our NorCal Guides and Sportsmen's Association to Fish and Wildlife and the Forest Service. And James Stone, our president, did the same. Well, lo and behold, the next day I was over there and the creek started flowing right before my eyes, which was, which was pretty cool. Now it was just a trickle. 
and I gave it a, a few days and watched it, and that definitely helped the juvenile trout, but the kokanee, st- the, the river wasn't making it to uh, the lake. It wasn't uh, filling lagoon and breaking the sandbar, so uh, it was a little bit of water, which helped the trout, but the, the kokanees and browns were not going to be able to make it up. So I made some more calls to CFW, and our local biologist, Mitch Lockhart, was instrumental in making some calls, and Apparently, there was a beaver structure that was blocking the gates on the dam, and so we made a little stink about that and said, hey, you know, we'll, we'll get some volunteers up there tomorrow and pull that out. Well, they had to do it, uh, you know, it's government, so had to be done their way, and and to their credit, the Forest Service went up there and cleaned the beaver dam off the off the regular dam and were able to allow more water out. Well, it breached the lagoon the next day, and I'm um, happy to report kokanee are flooding in to the uh, to the creek. So we may just have a good spawn after all. Uh, it's the sandbar because the lake is so low. The sandbar at the mouth is very long. It's normally just a few yards, and now it's probably 75 yards or something of about two inch deep water that they have to run through, and the seagulls are just hammering them. But uh, I've been walking the creek and fish are definitely making it up in there and starting to spawn. So that's a, that's a really cool thing. So, um, speaking of Tahoe, I've been fishing Tahoe a lot lately and the Mackinac fishing has been exceptional. I've also been catching a bunch of Lahontan cutthroat. Um, those aren't very big yet, up to about 16 inches or so, but quite a few of them. Uh, catching some nice rainbows up to four or five pounds. And, uh, there's, believe it or not, there's still a bunch of kokanee around that haven't run up the creek yet. But that's not actually that surprising because the creek hasn't uh, been breached and flowing very long, or the lagoon hasn't been breached and, and the creek hasn't been flowing that long. So um, I imagine a bunch of those kokanee are going to dash up the creek any day now. And uh, so anyway, really good fishing here. We had some wind this week, and it made it a little tougher. But uh, the weather's nice now. We actually had four inches of snow at my house, and uh, that's starting to melt off. The weather's looking nice for the weekend. And uh, I'll also be starting my um, Pyramid Lake trips this weekend. And from everybody I've talked to, the fishing's just phenomenal right now. Fish are balling up bait, and uh, guys are catching them on flies down deep. Uh, vertical jigging is what we're going to do a lot of. I guess there's some trolling going on too. But if we can uh, avoid the trolling and catch them jigging, that's just so much more fun. And lots of big fish up to the biggest ones I've heard of so far, about 18, 19 pounds. So uh, really nice, uh, really nice fishery going on up there and, and I'll be up there all winter. So, uh, feel free to, um, give me a call if you want to get on on that. And then I can't believe I'm saying this, but I got talked into by some of my, my longtime regulars to do a week of, of, uh, river salmon fishing next week down on the sack. And I think we have one day that somebody dropped out of. So if, if you guys want to go salmon fishing, Give me a shout. We'll, uh, we'll get you on. I know I said I, I was retired from that and I mostly am, but, uh, I guess I just can't quit salmon entirely. But, uh, anyway, so if you want to get, uh, get in touch with me, 916-952-1554 and you can get me on the web at fishwithjd.com or thesportfisher.com. And then if you want to check out, I did some videos on on that whole Kokanee and Taylor Creek thing. And it's really cool to watch the fish coming up and watch the water actually flowing as I was standing there. You can check those out on my YouTube uh, channel, which is Fish with, J, uh, <laughs> fish with JD on YouTube. And uh, you guys have a great weekend and we will talk to you soon. Thanks.
JD got into it out there and got some things resolved, and it's the way it works. You know, total cooperation from all the agencies, everybody working together. Brown trout are going to spawn. Some kokanee will spawn. Lake Tahoe will have plenty of kokanee for sure because Nevada plants them too. Just great to see. Here it is, Kent, something that we have always been looking for, the next generation of people that will pick up something yeah. and do something about Good a job, problem JD. instead of just letting it sit. And J.D.'s there. old, too, by the way. J.D.'s like middle-aged <laughs> compared to us. He's not old like us. But I'll tell you what, it's guys like that that are the future of keeping things lined up and in order. And you I know, it's he's one of the finest guides and gentlemen I know. I'll it is, and you know, it's a, it's a shameless Quick plug, Sep, to support that NorCal Guides and Sportsmen's Association dinner coming up the 8th of November, uh, up there in, uh, in, you know, Yuba City. I mean, it's a great opportunity to, to get a ticket, buy a table, uh, or I'm not the 8th, it's November the 6th, Saturday night, November the 6th, Yuba City Fairgrounds. And, uh, it, you know, the dinner's going to take place, lots of great prizes and raffles and guided trips and guns. And it's just a big time, but it's a great opportunity. And, you know, they need our support because this is the first dinner they've been able to have for a couple That's of years. That's right. There haven't been a lot of fundraising dinners. Everybody yeah. can't wait to have them again. They, I talked to the president of their organization, James Stone, and they are ready and moving forward and have the approvals of everybody around there. There's only one guy that can stop that, and we know who he is. Well, exactly. But, you know, hats off to James and, and, and J.D. and that whole crew. I mean, those guys are, are grabbing the bull by the horns. Hey, get that info at NCGASA, NorCal Guides and Sportsmen's Association, dot org. Hit it. And now it's time for Shimano's What's Hot and What's Not. Brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Built upon a C14 Plus body for both the lightweight feel and carbon rigidity, the new Shimano Van Ford Spinning Reel incorporates a Magnum Light Rotor to benefit anglers with a quick response in critical situations. The new Shimano Van Ford features Shimano's Cold Forge Hackety Gear as well as Silent Drive-In Micro Module Gear 2 technologies to produce power transfer like never before while also boasting next level of rotational performance. All Shimano rods, reels, tackle, and accessories are available at Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Stop in and experience eternally smooth reeling with Shimano. And joining us now from the Sacramento Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores, cleaning, clearing his throat, the man himself, the rod father, Mr. Alan Fong, joins us live. Good morning, Alan. Good morning. How you guys doing? Hey, we're doing great. Well, I got a call back from you. I got a text back from you the next day, so that means you fished on Thursday. Where did you go? Yeah, it was windier than heck. <laughs> um, but I just got a couple of new 12-inch HDSs installed, so I wanted to check them out and make sure everything was good. But I went up north again and um, looked for stripers. The tide was really no good. I was telling the warn them that it was probably not going to be a really good day fishing but we ended up catching one striper and about maybe 15 bass but it was just nasty out there well i saw a video this morning i i took a quick look at of uh, some friends that we've had here in the uh, studio before jim and mao seichow were both out uh, having stripers and they were in an on fire cast anything out strike every time and they had some nice kind of clear green water out there did you see much of that when you were out fishing no where i'm at it's really shallow and when the wind blows like that at north wind it doesn't take long and it gets to look like chocolate milk um a lot of those fish that were around um, sherman in that area they seem to move back out so a lot of guys I know are out there by 
Chain Island and out by Honker, and they're doing really good out there when the weather permits. Yeah, if you can avoid that murky water, folks, where you have very limited visibility and you can get into some of that green tone and a little bit of clarity where you can see maybe a foot or so, you're going to get into some action probably. Those fish seem to be concentrating in that area. Is that only because that's where the bait's hanging out, Alan, or are there other reasons that they hang out there? Um, I think they like that little bit clearer water, you know, where they can ambush their prey. A lot of these fish now are caught in anywhere. I'd say the average depth is probably two to six feet of water. So when they get in there, they know where all that bait fish goes. They try to go in those safe places, you know, around the weed beds and places like that. And they'll just move in there. And those the grassy areas also work as a filter, too. So the water is usually a little bit clearer. Well, it makes a big difference when you can find that clear water, folks. Now, they seem to be tossing mostly white uh Look like rapalas or something like that. I couldn't tell for sure for the camera angles, but uh, it was like they're hitting any and everything out there. Yeah, anything in that four to five inch in a plastic shad pattern um, work seems to work really well and use three eighths to a half ounce jig head in front of it. And that's probably a go to. And then a lot of guys are throwing big baits now because the bigger fish will start moving in as the weather starts cooling. You know, one of the things we haven't heard anything about is these bright orange baits. Guys used to pull them for trolling out there. They used to cast them all the time, and now nobody even discusses it. Or is there a reason for that? <laughs> I think those bright colors are better when the water's stained. But, you know, when you're in that clear water, you want to use shad or something in that brown tinge imitating a you know, what a squawfish looks like. That's one of their main diets. Now, my guess is you've got a couple on the peg hooks there in the store. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I see guys throwing depth 250s, and they're probably they're probably one of the best larger baits. But then they're like 180 bucks. So, I don't know, a lot of guys won't spend $180 on a lure, but when you start whacking them on it, who cares? <laughs> Well, let's talk about that real quick. What do they do differently for $180 that they don't do for $10, 12 bucks out of a box? And it's like any other lure. You know, you, and I always tell guys, says, you know, you look at these lures and they're expensive, but if you go out of your tackle box and grab all your baits that are 10 bucks and put all the ones that don't work in one pile, you spent probably five, 600 bucks, maybe more. You could have bought one. That's exactly what we want them to do, to stop into the Fisherman's Warehouse store and buy five or $600 worth of lures to see which one works the best. Or you can check in with Alan Fong and the great train crew that they've got there that all fish and that know which ones are the best to use and take their advice, folks. You'll catch more fish. Alan, where are you heading next? What are you going to do next? Black bass, right? Uh, no, I'm going crappie. Oh, any place I know? So let's start this weather changed and they're on the bike Berryessa, so clear Berryessa, clear lake or the delta where are you going to be uh, i'll be in the delta okay i'll be looking for you crappie fishing <laughs> is one of my favorite things to do out there i was blown away yeah. one day i saw all the fish out there i couldn't believe all the small fish up in the bushes randy pringle took me out there and i said i gotta come back and fish this place yeah in the winter time those slabs they get bigger and bigger and bigger I mean, it just goes for all fishing. I think this time of the year is probably one of the prime times. You know, I, last week I flipped a 25-pound limit, you know, and probably a 100-yard stretch. And it's just that this water is cooling off, so it's cooled about 5 degrees. 
and those fish are just starting the feed like crazy. All right, Alan, we appreciate it. And, folks, if you want to stay in tune with what's going on out there and make sure you get the right selection of lures and baits when you're heading out to the go after stripers or largemouth or whatever your chase might be, stop in at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse store in Manteca, Fairfield, or right here in Sacramento where Alan Fong's running it. Stop in there and get what you need. Alan, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you again right. real soon, my friend. Thank you. All right. All right, take care. Great fisherman. Quick break right now. We come back. Mike Gogney is going to be talking like Mickey Mouse as fast as he can. From Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. From Shimano's freshwater rods and reels to offshore tackle to conquer even the hardest fighting game fish, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores and Shimano have it all. Join Gate Crasher Fishing and Captain Zach Medinas for an epic fishing adventure on California's Delta, San Francisco Bay, or out the gate. For professionalism and great service, join Gate Crasher Fishing for an impressive trip that will keep you returning season after season, no matter what species you pursue. Captain Zach believes in the tradition of harvesting sustainable fish, such as king salmon, rock cod, halibut, and striped bass, seasonally, and also fishes white sturgeon. Great for corporate team building, family recreation, or friends just having fun. Book now for the trip of your lifetime. Call Gate Crasher Fishing, 925-497-7171. And learn more at GateCrasherFishing.com. Come on out and experience our difference. Hook up. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fishing and Marine in Dixon. Their trained cell staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fishing Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. Brad's sight, scent, and vibrations. That's what makes Brad's super baits and cut plugs killers for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's killer fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to Excellence Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust Four Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient, lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust four stroke pick one up at bucks outboard 2750 47th ave in sacramento family operated for over 50 years bucks carries the full line of yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on bucks outboard the sportsman's choice 916-428-3917 or bucksoutboard.com 
Hi, Lenny Lapinta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.bucksoutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. France is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance, it's the perfect locator for you. Now, now here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our salt Water Bay and Coastal Report. Good morning, Mr. Ogney. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? We are doing well. Let it fly, my friend. Well, we got some good weather along the coast. We're seeing easterly wind uh, coming through, <clears throat> excuse me, all the coastal gaps here this morning. Like off Bodega Bay, we're seeing five knots of wind at, uh, at Bodega Head, less offshore, very low swell, and just... Uh, you know, down in the Golden Gate, there's a little bit of breeze right in front of the gate, but you get up the Marin, the, the Marin Coast, and it's just been beautiful. Beginning of the week, it was not that way. We had a real hard blow back on, on, on Monday, and that lasted into Tuesday. Kind of reshuffled the uh, the uh, salmon deck chairs up until that time. We had a really good bite going on at the top end of 10-mile beach, where every day boats were going down and scoring just some big, big fish. About a fish per rod was average. Some guys were getting limits. Other guys were there, there watching. But most guys, right, right at a fish per rod with an honest 20-pound average. A lot of those fish are going to be turning left here at Point Reyes, going down to the uh, to the Golden Gate Bridge here. So over the next couple of, uh, of uh, weeks, I think we're going to see the bite, which has been slow outside of the gate, Possibly turn back on uh, Duxbury, Rocky Point, Muir Beach, those type of spots. Those fish were right on the beach up in Bodega Bay. And typically, when they lock up in uh, 60, 70 feet of water, they'll follow that depth contour all the way down the uh, the, the coast. So it's wind down. We only got a couple weeks of the, uh, of the salmon season left. Beginning of November, we go into a crab season. Hopefully, the director opens it and there's not too many uh, whales around. And uh, we got duck season next weekend. Refresh so my it's memory. All Ref- it's a great time of year. Hey, Mike. To be out ref- about. Mike, refresh my memory. Uh, how many whale entanglements did we have last year? Um, hold on one sec. Let me look at my notes here. Uh, zero, something. Zero. Okay. Just wanted to be sure. Didn't want to set any and, unnecessary precedents. Yeah, and we're going to shut down a, a fishery that brings in tens of millions of dollars to the California economy. It just makes zero zero sense. Well, I'm sure the director will make the right decision on this. At least I've got my fingers crossed that he'll make the right decision on this. And that we don't have any demoic acid problems along the way, too. Well, you know we're short on time. You got anything else real quick, my friend? No, just get ready. As Alan was saying in that uh, in that last segment, it's fall. It's all changing. It's all happening. Fish are starting to bite. Get out there and and enjoy it. And, folks, if you have an opportunity, Mike is co-owner of The Real Magic with Captain Merlin Kolb. You'll want to climb on board that boat and have a great time out there. He seems to have kind of a feel for where these salmon move late season, and they're all big. 
Hmm, does that strike a bell with anybody out there? You might want to consider a trip. Big fish time. Mike, thanks for hooking up with us and sharing with our listeners. We always appreciate it. And more than that, I appreciate it as a good friend. I appreciate you guys. You know that. All right, my friend. You take care. Take care of the girls. I'll see you soon. Okay. All right. Mike Ogney with USAFishing.com. We're hurrying out of here to get into our second hour because we've got a lot more to give to you. And it starts off with two guys fishing Donner Lake. Oh, that's a little chilly up there. Kokanee. Brown Trout and Mackinac, right after this. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Upland game and waterfowl season is coming up quick. It's time to start thinking about getting your dog up to speed. For waterfowl, work on conditioning, bumper drills, and being steady until released. For upland game, work on conditioning, quartering back and forth, and stopping and standing still with the will command, especially with distractions. If you need some help, call to book a lesson or to drop off your dog for a couple weeks of preseason tune-up to 530-735. 6517 or check out olivehillkennels.com. If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse stores are your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield, Fisherman's Warehouse and their knowledgeable employees will help you make the right selections for all of your angling needs. The new Shimano Stratic C300, C400, and 500 models will increase your hookup rate and are equipped with Shimano's cross-carbon drag system. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods and reels to deep-sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all. Be sure to check out our online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lawrence Electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all. And their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lawrence Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lawrence Live and the full line of Lawrence products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and I've got something special for you in this hour. We're going to take you up to a very cold lake up at Donner Lake in just a minute. We've got Sean Rainsberger and Captain James Netzel. They're both on hold right now, fishing different species up there today. They're chasing around some late-season kokanee, some of the nice brown trout the lake is famous for, and the big max that are always hanging there. We'll check in with them in just a minute. Randy Pringle's got our Delta Bass and Stripers. He's got our Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week covered, and 
and Tim Noxon joins us with information on Eagle Lake, where fishing is wide open for big fish, all running around three pounds and larger. Justin Leonard from Outcast Guide Service joins us. King Salmon fishing on the Sac River up around Verona. And, of course, Dave Hurley with Western Outdoor News hooks up with us with some great fishing opportunities that you don't want to miss. So I'm going to bring these guys up one at a time right now. Then we'll bring up the other one. Let's go first to the man himself, Sean Rainsberger, and find out how cold it really is up there at beautiful Donner Lake this morning. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, Seth. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're a lot warmer than you. It's about 70 here in the control room, maybe 72. What's it like up at Donner Lake this morning? I heard Truckee was 16 yesterday. What's it like at Donner? Uh, it's a little warmer than normal. Um, it, it, last last week, it's been cold. Uh, it's right around freezing right now, which is not too bad. Uh, we're not seeing any ice or anything in the eyes yet. Well, you're lucky that you don't see any in the eyes. Now, what kind of action do you guys expect today? You know, the the lake is famous for the Mackinac fishing, some great brown trout action that goes in there. And But this is late season kokanee right now. What are you guys expecting to get into today? Well, the kokanee are no uh, no brainer, really. Um, there's still a lot of good ones, but you have to weed through the, the red ones. And we're seeing next year's fish at 10 inches and 12 on this year's. Um, lake's finally all the way down as far as it can go, and it's 55, almost 56 on the surface. So it's getting ready to turn over if the weather stays cold. So it's a little bit tough for conditions for the Browns in the Mackinac, but we're going to give it a whirl and see what we can come up with. We're uh, dragging two you... original AC plugs and um, two scatter wrap for Paula's near the shore because the um, Lahontan redside minnows are pushed up real close to the shore. Well, you're using a good technique for that. That's exactly what I used to do up there, and the same thing over at Stampede. How original an AC plug are you throwing? Like Alan Cole original? That's the that's, that's the it. that's it, man. He, yeah, Alan Cole goes way back. Oh yeah, way you know, all the swimbait stuff the bass guys you know discovered all came from the brown trout guys on the Eastern Sierra side. And we appreciate you guys catching all those browns, letting us know that they we, were there. We figured we figured <laughs> those baits out work pretty, you know, those trout baits work pretty good for largemouth. But yeah, the, I mean the AC plug, you know, Ken Huddleston, Jerry Rago, all those guys were brown trout guys. Boy, they sure are. And they took yeah. they took a lot of fish out of the They lake. made a lot no of money. About it. Yeah, they did. <laughs> well, the whole idea is now that Rainsberger and his crew can go up there and get into the same thing. You know, this time of year, and I fished a lot of lakes this time of year, like Blue Lake way up by Alturas. If you get in there and hug those shorelines with those lures, you got a great chance of hooking up with a trophy. There's no question about it. This time of year, there's you guys are the only boats on the lake today, aren't you? There was one more boat. You ran him off. Ran him off, did you? No, he was launching when we were taking off. He's you know a little bit late. All right, we're gonna bring up James. Hangover crowd. We're gonna bring up James Netzel right now, along with you, and find out what James is doing on his boat. Good morning, James Netzel. How are you? Good morning. Is speakerphone okay? I want my hands in my pockets if I can. Yeah, we, I'm sure they're deep in your pockets, <laughs> keeping everything warm right now. And well, as you should be up there. Tell us about it, guy. What are you seeing on the graph right now? Or are you already out there trolling away? Well, I haven't had a chance to really look at the graph yet. I keep rolling in fish. It's, uh, putting the fourth rod in now. Uh, couldn't get the first rod out. By the time I got the rod down, it went off. So. 
there's a lot of fish here. Are you into the kokanee? Is that what you're into right now? Yeah, yeah. It seems like uh, uh, the couple that we have on the boat, the the, the uh, next year's fish are up higher. The this year's fish are down deeper. But I I, I don't know for sure that. Well, it's it's a good time of year to get out there for some great action from the Max as well as the Browns, and it's surprising that the kokanee salmon action is still so good. Colder water lakes, those fish are probably taking a little bit longer to mature and get to the point. So if you have the opportunity, sneak up there. I imagine it's probably pretty damn beautiful up there this morning. It is pretty nice not have boat traffic, not have to fight waves uh, all over. Uh, I do miss the river being about 30 degrees warmer. Catch a little bit bigger fish, but uh, hey, you know what? Fishing's fishing. Doesn't matter what you catch as long as you catch them. Got that right. Well, it's a it's a strange occurrence to get both of you guys up on the water at the same time. So obviously, this is a big group of people that's all together that wanted to head up that way. Yeah, they are. They're from uh, where are you guys from? I know, but what company? Oh, Energy Saving Pros. Uh, Energy Saving Pros. Excellent. Well, we're glad that they're out there having a good time with you. And I know there was some discussion yesterday whether you and Sean were going to be heading to the Delta chasing Kings or, or the SAC metro area or up there. And they chose to head up there. Not a bad decision if you're already putting fish in the boat, guys. Yeah, I, I, I miss the Kings, of course. Uh, I like a little bit bigger fish. I, I, I fish for kokanee for, uh, three months straight every day. Uh, gets, I get kind of sick looking at them right now. Uh, just, <laughs> well, maybe you so, ought to uh, switch to the Browns and the Mackinac and let Sean take care of that, the kokanee fishing for you. Uh, he's probably the same thing with kokanee. Uh, we've seen those there ever since early June. Uh, hey, but you know what? I, I, it's good, it's good to have the rods out again. Absolutely. Well, I know you guys will both be switching species and finding new places that you're going to be fishing. As soon as we figure out all of that, we'll get here on the air and let let everybody know where you're going to be. But we appreciate you both checking in with us. Sean, real quick, give them all the hookup info they need to book a trip, and then James will do you right on his heels. You can get me on the phone at 530-802-4484 on the Internet, seansguideservice.net, that's S-H-A-U-N. And I'm on Facebook, at Sean.FishingGuide. All right. And, James, give me your hookup info. Hey, you can reach me toll-free at 888-975-0990. Website is www.fishtightlines.com. And I'll be uh, fishing kings next week. All right. You guys have a great day on the water. If you get a monster brown or mac along the way, give us a shout back. Let us know what's going on. All right, you guys have a great time, and I know it's going to be a little chilly up there. Hey, Kent, it's about time for Gun Owners of California. Guess who didn't win again? You. Yeah. You, uh, you, you're, you're in a slump, and it's week 42, just in case you're counting. Oh, that's like 10 more, huh? You, well, new math, yeah. Uh, just three weeks to go until the U.S. Supreme Court hears arguments on the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Gruen. A very important Second Amendment case regarding concealed carry, but may affect all of our Second Amendment rights. Uh, we'll get closer to that. Make sure uh, you are staying up with the, all the news from Gun Owners of California on their website, uh, gunownersca.com. Yep, winter 42, Sep, there's only 10 left, so you better get your tickets that are already available for next year oh, as well. I haven't done uh, that yet. That's right. So uh, 52 guns, a 52-weeks raffle winner this week. Ticket number 322, Christopher, oh, you... You're kidding me. Need Zielski. 
of Elk Grove. Hey, Chris, congratulations. Good job, Chris N. <laughs> uh, Chris N won. He got a CZ Model 75 pistol in 9mm. And they'll be contacting you to see if the folks at Sportsman's Warehouse can figure out your last name uh, when they do all the proper paperwork for you to get that gun going. Well, so, congratulations yeah. to the lucky winner. And uh, that's how Gun Owners of California supports what they do, selling raffle tickets all year round for their their deal and their fundraiser we, and yeah keeps them out there fighting for your gun and rights we announce the lucky job. winners every single week here on the show and we appreciate them being around got to take care of business around here let's take a break right now when we come back randy pringle the fishing instructor hooks up with us in our pure fishing pro staff tip of the week Tidelines Guide Service and Captain James Netzel offers professionally guided trips from Sierra and Foothill Lakes to the Feather and Sacramento Rivers and the productive California Delta. Whether it's trolling a favorite lake for trout, kokanee, or landlocked salmon, or fighting a 50-pound king on the river, James Netzel and Tidelines Guide Service guarantee an enjoyable, comfortable one-on-one experience in one of his two fully rigged boats. A 22-foot Bolton Pro Ski Skiff that seats five for fishing lakes and a 23-foot Rogue Jet Chinook that can comfortably seat six. Used for the river and Delta waterways. Fish the peak times with one of the best. Folsom Lake Rainbows in January and February. Delta Stripers and Orville Kings from late February through May. Stampede and Lake Tahoe Kokanee and Mackinac are targeted from April through September. Then, it's back to the Valley Rivers for the annual King Salmon Runs. Check out fishtightlines.com or call toll-free 888-975-0990. Licensed, bonded, insured, and permitted on all waters fished. Avoid the hassle. Go with Tidelines Guide Service and share an enjoyable day on the water loaded with fun and memories with family or friends. There's a feeling you get when you're fishing. A rush of anticipation and adrenaline. It's all about your presentation and that tug at the end of the line. Tournament and recreational anglers need strong, sharp, and reliable hooks because every bite counts. You'll land more and bigger fish. Fish like a pro with Owner Hooks. Owner Hooks, available at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Fairfield, Sacramento, and Manteca, or their online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Check out the full line at OwnerHooks.com. Owner, simply the best hook on the market. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products, including Made in the USA Terminal Tackle at local retailers, and check out Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it, so I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week is the man himself, the fishing instructor, the owner of Best Bass Tournaments, Mr. Randy Pringle, joins us. You know, I had his uh, winners from the Best Bass Tournament Championship, the $20,000 winners last weekend, 
on my show today, and they said nice things about him. How much money did they give you? Well, he gave him twenty grand. So I that, gave it to him. He gave him twenty grand. So that was that was why. Exactly. Set. You know, I can because that <laughs> money had those little explosive little patches inside of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can track it. You can track, I can it. track it. <laughs> no, they did say nice things about you and Kevin and the whole crew at the Best Bass Tournament. So I guess when you when you give them twenty grand for winning, they like you for at least a week. Yeah, we we are because we're uh, tournament directors and uh, we make millions. Yes, you do. Yes, you do, man. What, what do you have for us on the pure fishing? You pro know, it's time for you to go fishing. Tournament season's over for you. Tournament season's over. I'm on the water all this week. Coming up, uh, I'll be doing a lot of largemouth and striper fishing, and this is the time of the year where you can get your gear and and get that striper bite ready to rock and roll. Get your get your big line on, get, get your big game line on. But one of the key factors that a lot of people don't know is the bass are in a trend where they can school up. There'll be several on one bank, and then they'll break apart. And they'll go in their winter wonderland. And this is the time of the year where you can get on the feed. And for me, I really, really enjoy a good little off the water where the current comes through, where you can take your flip and stick on the California Delta and just have a ball. And my baits to go to is power bait. It's got the scent and the water's changing. It's cooling down. So the fish are starting to acclimate to the cooling water. So I like the power bait for one major reason and one major reason only. It smells. It smells. And clear water, you've got to maybe avoid some of the really, really bright colors and and stick to some of the more natural stuff. I call it earth tones, and you're right. (laughs) Green pumpkin. (laughs) Green pumpkin. I I love a, not a bright red, but a dingy red, you Mm -hmm. know, and I, I like the anything that has maybe a light golder flake to it some so if it does have a little bit of a dark blue a green pumpkin candy yep. party those are going to be that and i like creature baits you know the pit boss is a great one you know and, and justin lucas made a ton of money on the california delta with the pit boss and it is still one of the top flip baits and i'm using a very very lightweight if I can get away with it, the lighter the better so it stays in the strike zone. So your tip of the week for pure fishing is definitely go to the power bait. It'll do you just. It's got the smell. It'll give you the action you want if you want a straight worm, if you want a curl tail worm, if you want a grub, if you want a chatterbait trailer, if you want a jig trailer. If you it got it all, dude. I could just go on for an hour, and you guys got that time. And ready? You done yet? No, it's just got, <laughs> they got it all. They got it all. It's pure fishing tip of the week. It's power bait, and it's definitely got to be on the water with it because it smells. And it works good. Yeah. It's proven time and time again. It really does. And, you know, they've got, uh, you know, a lot of baits you mentioned, Justin Lucas, and as well, a lot of baits that Skeet Reese have designed. And uh, Gary Klein has designed a line of jigs for him. We know how far that goes back. You know, I know Iconelli has designed a bunch of baits for him. Um, so they're going, they're going right to the right guys, you know, to get things designed 
uh, for pure fishing. So that's kind of I have, a cool I part. have been very fortunate. I got to draw um, him in a red man, that guy uh, with the jigs. And uh, <laughs> uh, he beat me like no one's ever beat a person on Clear Lake. He taught me a lot. Yeah. Now, of course, new to, new new depth finders and new uh, stuff. Lorenz is already giving you all those keys. Maps, <laughs> maps. <laughs> we used to do it by maps. Yeah, we used to line up with the roof effort. on the blue house, the palm tree on the other side of the. It was called triangulation. Try to figure out a waypoint between one side of the lake to the other. Yeah. Trout guys used to look forward to the drought. So that the lake levels would be down, they'd go video, video. boulders and oh, stuff dude, on the side of the school. dry lake. Yeah. But we'd that pull our exactly lures right under rocks, do. and you'd be surprised what's hiding under rocks and lakes. It's, it's funny. You know, I have waypoints on stuff like at Folsom. I have waypoints on stuff, Randy, when there's water in the lake. It, but I still wind up running a lot of my triangulation points that I have for 30 years. You know, you're just like, what are you looking for? Don't you have a waypoint? Uh, yeah, but, you know, just, this is easier. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because we're old. <laughs> old is exactly James Smith right. said it this morning. Because I just kind of make a mental note of this, and I'm thinking it's all the same, James. It's just right there. <laughs> Press a you button. You know what? I mean, as great, and I'm talking great as electronics are nowadays. You cannot ask any better than a camera and waypoints looking at our bodies of water. Dude, you can send me a waypoint, you know, you can send me a waypoint anywhere in the country. I can put it into my depth finder and go right to your fishing spot. Well, that's what I see happening all the time. Uh -huh. The Delft Sturgeon guys, yeah. they get a boat, comes up 50 feet next to them, they drop a waypoint, and they go just 50 feet. Sturgeon the guys, hell, you ought to fish a rock pile at Clear Lake. <laughs> 12 well, guys around yeah, the same pile. And, and there's been more, you know, disappointments and fights and stuff like that because guys will just drive by another guy and they'll just go beep and then they go by because they recognize uh, oh, you we, or we had an a guy. area and they really want to push. We had a guy on tour out here famous for it for years, and, and I'm not going to say his name, Mike O'Shea, but, I mean, he was famous for it. <laughs> well, your old buddy D. Thomas used to drive up and go, hey, 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 yeah. you hit a catch no fish on that spot. Yeah. I already learned, and now there's no more fish. I caught them all. Then he'd send the Red, then he'd send the red Navy out. What the <laughs> Red Navy was was everybody you know, who bought guys, his old boats. <laughs> you, 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 you're proven that trout fishermen are smarter. We didn't ever go up with our waypoints and hit that thing right on our machine, make that big <laughs> beep out there. We used the little handheld thing down here low. And oh, yeah. Yeah. Heard well, here's the problem with trout fishermen. You guys never fished for a hundred grand. That's it would have brought fact. out a whole new breed of trout fishermen That's if you fished for a hundred grand. Well, dude, those are called golden cutthroats. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. All right, we gotta let Pringle go. We're done with you, Randy. Thank <laughs> well, you. that's because I'm doing good. So, hey, you guys have a great morning. And you know what I'm jonesing about? Duck season. My club doesn't have any water. We decided to flood later. <laughs> Oh, geez, oh, and you're man. in one of the best spots around out there. Uh, he wants yeah, fresh are, water for it's later. Just that, you know, we're only going to get X amount of water. We're not going to be able to upgrade flood. So we decided to flood later. Uh, you guys get back to me, and you know how some of those shoots were with uh, me on the wa on the water and uh, shooting ducks with Birdie and my partner, Peter, and we just had a ball, and you guys will get some great, great, great uh, commentary coming up. Um, there, it's a locust right next door to us. They flooded one of their ponds early, and they said there's probably twenty thousand ducks next to us. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but you guys are flooding at exactly the right time, is my guest. You know what I'm going to do this year, Seth? 
actually take up Randy up on his invite. Yeah, might as oh, well. Oh, dude, I've, I've asked him every year. I've asked him, you want to go? You want to go? And I usually I try to get him on a Wednesday because I know he has a radio show set. Yeah, we'll, so we're I going. Go, hey, Birdie will do the great job. Us big old boys won't have to get out of the blind. Birdie does it all, and it's easy walking. And uh, and we, we drive out to the blind with the UTV. You got so, the wheelchair right there to get you into we, the blind. We got it made. We'll, we'll do it, Pringle, for sure. <laughs> the <buddy>. wheelchair. <laughs> The hover round. You guys have a great morning. All right, see you, buddy. Randy Pringle, the fishing instructor, folks. Check him out if you'd like to have a great day of guiding out on the water. He'll drive you nuts. He's so happy tournament season's over. You can hear it in his voice. (laughs) Hey, it's about time for my friend Mr. Noxon to come joining us right now. Let's get over here and push the buttons and find out about Eagle Lake. But before we go to Eagle Lake, Tim Noxon's the owner of Fish Traveler's Guide Service, folks. He's also a member of a band. Good morning, Tim. Morning, Seth. Which one do you want to do first? I want, I want to, I want to have you tell them real quick about the band and pimp your big date today at Powerhouse Pub up in Folsom. Well, thanks, man. Uh, It's been a long, uh, dry season with the, uh, the virus. So we're back finally at the Powerhouse Pub, Folsom, California. Tim Knox and Rockin' Blues Band from three to six today. If you can make it. Come on out, bring your women because they like to dance to the music we play. Hey, do a great job. I've seen Tim many a time. He's been up at Eagle Lake and uh, done some fundraisers for us and all kinds of stuff. A great group. You still got the same guy. I always called him the bongo guy. Is he still the same drummer? No, are you kidding, man? The band wouldn't be the same without him. I still got all the same guys, Shep. It's just too much fun. Three o'clock today, folks. Powerhouse Pub right there in Folsom if you have the opportunity. I know Gary Pilkington and his wife are heading there. So you'll have a bunch of people there, I'm certain. Well, Tim, tell us about Eagle Lake, one of my favorite places. And I got a note from your buddy and mine, uh, Robert Mueller, the other day. He says it's still wide-open, red-hot action. You can't beat it, Seb. I mean, the first hint is the water temperature. It's 56 on the surface. So you and I and everybody that's fished here before know what that means. The fish are active, on the bite, and in shallow so we're trolling, and one of the main problems that people have if they're not catching fish at this time is they're setting their troll baits way too deep. You want to fish two to five feet deep on the downriggers or whatever kind of setup you got. You don't want it too deep in the water. You want to get it way behind the boat, 120 to 150 feet behind the boat, or use a side planer, and all baits are working. You can throw a crawler at them. You can throw a grub at them, and my favorite right now is trolling flies, Seth. Absolutely. Trolling flies work, grubs work. Any of the, are the bright colors working or the natural colors working right now up there? Bright orange and rust colored or cinnamon are the top trolled baits right now on the flies, Seth. There you have it. uh, The big fish are moving in. Uh, We're catching a lot of fish and a lot of, half the fish we're catching during the day we're letting go. They're a pound and a half to a pound, uh, 112, 118 to 112. And uh, we're, we're calling through them. We're keeping the 20 to 22 inches, which are running at about two and a half to three and a quarter. So be careful um, releasing the smaller fish. They're all on the bite. And uh, best areas, you don't have to go too far to catch fish. I haven't even been up to the youth camp yet because we don't need to burn the gas. But, uh, I mean, launch your boat and either turn left or right and start fishing the rocky shoreline or the rocky marina right to your right. And stay in tight. Stay in 10 feet of water if you can. 
and fish those baits at the depths I told you for at least the first two hours in the morning, and that's where the fish will be. Well, folks, they, he nailed it right on the head. Everything's going to be happening in the top 10 feet of water with surface temperatures at 56. Yeah, they'll do a little roaming around following some schools down deep, but they won't last there long. They will get right back up into that highly oxygenated water up there on top where everything's taking place. All the bait, all the game fish, everybody's got the feed bag on, loading up, knowing winter is just around the corner. And 16 degrees up in uh, Truckee, that'll, that'll get you thinking about cold weather. Hell, it was cold at my house, and it was 70 in there this morning. I don't know about Eagle right now, Tim. I'm an old man. I'm going to be wearing two pair of long underwear up there next trip out, probably. Yeah, that'll be a funny sight. I'll yes, tell you. it will. I should probably wear some other things, too, <laughs> along with it. <laughs> I'll well, tell you, it's, uh, it's in the 20s at night, and that's all right. It warms up fast in the morning. But uh, we got a heater on board for – and here, one other thing I want to mention. If you're not fishing on a boat, if you are fishing on a boat, then there's good guides up there. Um, me being one of them doesn't have to be me. But if you're not fishing on the boat, shore fishing at this time of the year can be outstanding. You want to float a crawler off the bottom or under a bobber. You can throw cast masters. You can fly cast with waders on. Guys that fish with me every year come up and fish multiple days on the boat, but they save one day at the beginning of the trip or at the end of the trip to fish all day from shore. And it's pretty outstanding at this time of the year, Seth. Hey, fishing from shore at Eagle Lake is better than just about any place else around there. And they have right there at the marina at the south end, you can go to the right along the rock wall and just keep trolling right up along there to the springs on the eastern shore. Or you can turn left as you come out of the marina and head immediately in, along the wall and around the corner where it's all rocks and there's a lot of fish in there. I believe they call that Merrill Cove out there. And it is a monster trout fishing area. Tim mentioned one other thing, and I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago when we talked. I really feel that if you still fish with that night crawler under the bobber, you will catch bigger fish than if you're still fishing. I don't know why, but it's always been my my opinion and my experience that we got bigger fish when we were bait fishing, but we caught a lot more fish when we were trolling. Tim, thank you. Tim, thank you. I'm glad you do because I'd hang up on you if I wasn't, but I'm going to hang up on you anyway. (laughs) Tim, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing with us. But before you go, give them the phone number. They need to get up there, and everybody needs to remember the lake's open till February something. What is it? When's the closure this year? The last day of February, whatever that is, the 28th, or I don't know if it's the 29th this year, but – all the way through February, the lake's open, Step And the phone number, if you want to get a hold of me, 916-201-4648. And I got to tell you, folks, nobody has fished past January 1st at this lake for over 30 years. Those fish will be real surprised that you got a bait out there come January or February. If you do it right, you're going to get some monsters. Tim, thanks for sharing with us today. We always appreciate your knowledge and your skills out there. Thank you much. Thanks, Seth. Tim Noxon with Fish Traveler's Guide Service. Hey, it's about time for Maryland and get a clue, isn't it? Get a clue. Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, 
you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. We often remind anglers that it's a good idea to hire a guide to take you fishing. Sometimes it's in a new location or targeting a new species or maybe using new equipment. A guide will save hours of frustration. A licensed, bonded guide wants you to catch fish, so he'll give you good advice. Something else a good guide will have. A capable, knowledgeable deckhand. An invaluable addition to the experience. This is true on all boats, whether they be party boats, six-packs, or whatever. Something you need to know. Deckhands work for tips. You pay your guide and give him a tip. But remember, the deckhand should receive his pay separately as a tip. Get a clue. Judge what the deckhand did for you and tip accordingly. Hey, take care of yourself. Stay safe. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Guiding full-time since 1998, J.D. Ritchie Sport Fishing shares knowledge, experience, and professionalism on Northern California's exciting King Salmon and Steelhead Waters, in addition to his home base fishing on Lake Tahoe. This year's River King Salmon return is forecast to be excellent, and Lake Tahoe is a proven producer of Mackinac, Kokanee, and Trout. Get in on the action. Go with the best. J.D. Ritchie. A light tackle specialist, J.D. furnishes the finest in tackle, and his 26-foot river wild boat with heated cabin is ready to get you into fish in comfort. Your catch will be cleaned and filleted with care. All you have to do is put them on the grill. Book your dates and don't miss out. Call J.D. Ritchie Sport Fishing at 916-952-1554. For more info and up-to-date fishing reports, check out thesportfisher.com. When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. From trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad, there's a licensed and bonded guide behind the counter and he freely shares tips tricks and top locations for action learn about curing row from the pros and how to properly rig for success and more important elkhorn bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads minnows pile worms blood worms night crawlers and more including frozen tray baits elkhorn bait and tackle 20th street and elkhorn boulevard west of watt 916-991-5298 hey they're also your local u-haul dealer Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. 
Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at Seps.com and UltimateBassRadio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. It's time for RVing and Destination, sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value in pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Seth with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. You know, before you take off and race out and buy that recreational vehicle you've always wanted, it'd probably be a good idea to think of some of the experiences you want to have or to take the family on. And will the camper, will the trailer, will the cab over, will the fifth wheel, will it fit in where you want to go? Can you maneuver it where you want to go? Will it fit in the parking spaces at the campground that you're going to? Believe it or not, some campgrounds have restrictions, and many of our campgrounds are the state parks that have a 24-foot limit to your trailer. And that's just to make sure you get your trailer and your tow vehicle in the same spot. But I'll tell you what, folks, you can eliminate some of the places that you may want to go by having a fifth wheel that is too big to fit in there. I had a 37-footer. There are 40-footers and probably longer, and some campsites only have maybe 30 feet of depth to park in. So you really have to consider that. That's just one little thing you might come across, but here's another little thing. A lot of campsites, campgrounds, RV parks, won't let you in if you have a recreational vehicle that's more than 10 years old because it doesn't look as good as the others in their park. Well, that's just another little thing that you might come across. So far, Marilyn and I, in our 40 years of marriage, we've had many mirage. We started off with sleeping in the back of a pickup truck. We ended up with a Class C Mini Mirage. Then we went to a Lance cab over trailer on a GMC truck. Then we went to an Airex motorhome, Class A, the whole bit, 30 feet, gas-powered. We thought we were moving on up. Then we went back to a Lance cab over after that big motorhome sat around and we didn't use it as much. And we traded in that Lance cab over on another Lance cab over. And then we bought a 37-foot fifth wheel to move out the Flaming Gorge Reservoir. Well, after using that for about five years, we decided to sell it and travel more, but we traveled with our truck towing a trailer so we'd have a vehicle when we got there. So we bought a beautiful trailer, towed it around for about two years, and now that we're dealing with our friends out at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, we headed out there and got the choice vehicle for us, a 24-foot Class C Jayco that'll fit in any state park. It'll fit in any campgrounds that are out there. And I've got an electric bicycle that I gave in it to take me around wherever I need to run around, go to the store, get some ice, 
whatever, so I have all the freedom that I want. And that's what you want when you're going out. Plan your experiences. Get the unit that you know will get you there and back. Plan accordingly and have an absolutely great time. But you don't need to have the biggest RV in the park. Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and a huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Manteca a trailer and motorhome catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. And just to follow you gotta hit up, that the blue, blue button. The so. blue one? Oh, okay. <laughs> 25 years, you'd think I'd know which button. 1,200 shows, and he can't find the on button. Rest rooms right down the hall and to the right. <laughs> hey, just to follow up a little bit on my Manteca trailer motorhome thing there, uh, Marilyn and I really feel that we settled in on the right thing. Getting a small Class C motorhome has really made the difference in mobility, the don't even worry if it'll fit in the campsite, it'll fit in the side, it'll fit in the RV park, it'll fit everywhere. Easy to maneuver, easy to see around, 24 feet long, and boy, is it a gym with all the toys, bells, and whistles that we and our dog need for a great time out there. Stop by Manteca Trailer Motorhome. Great folks, great deals, and they've got a pretty good inventory, and it's growing every single day. Well, let's head out to our good friend Justin Leonard right now. He's up working the Sacramento River near Verona today. And he told me that the fish that wanted to turn to the feather are getting a little dark, but the fish on the sack are really bright and chromers and they're hanging on to them and they're all cutting good. So the meat is all nice and fresh. Let's go live on the water to the Sacramento River chasing King Salmon today and hook up with Outcast Guide Service. Good morning, Captain. Good morning. How are you? Tell me about it, guy. What's the action been like this last week? Um, you know, it's, it's just a nice, consistent feed of fish. We're pretty much averaging about a fish a rod most days. Um, yesterday, we had a little bit tougher bite. We had the bites, but not the hookups. They just weren't quite hanging on. And, uh, you know, if it was, if it was, we hooked them all, it'd be a whole lot easier fishing, but you can't catch them all. But, uh, yeah, but a fish a rod has been pretty normal. And, um, Exactly. Same thing. You're starting to see some darker feather fish coming through and just hanging out, not wanting to run up a sandbar. And then these stock river fish are just nice as can be. Keep on coming through. And sounds like we got some more fish on the way. They're hanging out downriver. I was hoping they would hit today, possibly tomorrow, but sounds like we got some fresher fish coming through as well. They've just been taking their time. Well, you do a lot of maneuvering around. You've been hanging out in Verona for a few weeks now, but you'll move with these fish looking for the best looking, best chrome bright fish you can get your clients, don't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So up river, up the kind of Woodson Bridge, north of Chico area, the fish have been getting kind of old. And then uh, they were supposed to drop the flows here, and it never really looked, seemed like they did, but the fish are just kind of getting a little bit old up there. So we're going to stay down here, and then probably in the next week or so, I'll move down into Metro as more American River fish start to show up because uh, those, those American River fish always show up kind of later on into October, and we'll move down that way. 
Yeah, the American river fish kind of have an attitude. They'll show up when they're damn good and ready. Yeah. <laughs> so, nope, we'll just wait for those guys. For now, we'll hang out here and uh, kind of continue to pluck off a few fish a day. And then uh, when they're ready, we'll be ready to move on down on them. Hey, Justin, how's uh, how's launch up there? How, how's launching? So, Verona today is closed. Um, they're doing some luau barbecue thing in there. And I asked to be a part of it. They said no. But uh, <laughs> they came off a nice landing. And uh boat ramp up there was real nice. But here out of Verona, I come off on the kicker motor. It's a foot and a half deep when you're floating through it. Right, through the and, through the uh, through the docks there? Yeah, right yeah. there. So definitely a lot of guys have been coming out during the daytime when they could see. It's just a little bit easier that way. Right. And uh but coming off on the kicker motor trimmed up is no issues and some of these out dry boats, you know, with the IOs are coming off the L corner than most of the guys but some guys are still coming out of verona here and not really having much of an issue but definitely coming out in the daylight to see if a route to go how much pressure you got up there are there a lot of guys launching are you in a crowd oh uh, we got two three four five six so about a dozen boats and then here in the next hour or so probably another dozen will show up because everybody's got to get their beauty sleep on saturday so well, 20 boats 24 boats down river where chrome bikes, that's plenty chrome bright fish are that's good because i guarantee you barjol's gonna have about eight dozen yeah. right now and eight more dozen coming in are the wing dams out uh yes they are yeah so okay. you can see them, but you do have to be careful on the feather side. It's super obvious, but every day I see people hit the sandbar. But, uh, <laughs> dude, it's, about coming off the feather dude side. it's been obvious for 40 years, and they've been running into it from long before that. I saw okay. a guy up like 30 feet on one of those one day. You know how fast you have to be going to get a jet boat that far up on yeah. sand? Yeah, it's uh, – that guy blew out his lower unit the other day on a nice new bass boat and came up going like 50 on it and poof, blew off his lower unit. Yeah, that'll <laughs> slow you down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that'll wait. Well, Justin, what is your top? Well, actually, we're going to watch one right now. Some... We're going to watch a guy hit the sandbar right now in his bass boat. Slow down, buddy. Slow uh, down. Oh, no, he's not. Oh, here we go. Oh, no. And? Oh, no, no. Oh, yeah, boy. He got it. <laughs> How fast was the gentleman going? Uh, what was that, 30 or 40? Oh, fast enough to skip over it at least. Oh, uh, he skipped over it and didn't get stuck. Well, that's was that at, was that at the mouth of the feather he hit it? Yeah, right, kind of right above the boat ramp. Here's your sign. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It, interesting day. I know it's a it's a good chuckle, and ho- hopefully he didn't get you injured. You forget, dude. I grew up on that section of the river. I have fished it since his, I mean, since I was six, seven years old, Seth. That's I've grown Ken, up on that river. That's Kent's way of saying he's already hit everything and he knows where they all are. Yeah, well, there's a little bit of that. There's a little bit of that, you know? Well, you gotta be careful, folks. Technique. What's your best technique for hooking into him? Uh, we're sitting on, on mostly plugs first thing in the morning up until like eight, nine o'clock. And then it seems to be all spinners after that. I got one lucky lure that kind of gets bit all day, but spinners and plugs, couple plugs and then spinners after that. But. A lot of chartreuse, a lot of chrome. That's been top colors. All right, you've got a decision to make here in the next few weeks. Is uh, As these fish slow down, you're going to have to make a move. And I know you're talking about moving up or moving down. Uh, are you going to jump out on some stripers, too, if that goes crazy like it seems to be doing? Yes, uh, that's what I'm trying to talk everybody into because I like catching fish. So we're going to try and get down there and jump on that stuff. But some of these guys are just too salmon crazy. Well, that's the way it gets when it's salmon season. If you think they're crazy now, wait till duck season starts getting a little bit closer. We got Kent, what, two weeks yet? 
next week. Next week. A week and a half, yeah. Yeah. Well, all you guides are going to be disappearing on that opening day, I'm sure, because you got to go out and shoot well, your I'll ducks. Be gone. <laughs> <laughs> I know That's the way awesome. it works. I'll be talking to a lot of guys in the blind. Justin, real quick, give them all the information they need so they can get out on Outcast Guide Service and have a great time on the water with you. Absolutely. Phone number is 530-277-6 and all contact information and uh, official reports can be found on Facebook, just Outcast Guide Service. And it's got everything we need on there. Except one more time. He broke up a little bit, but his phone number 530-277-6870. That's it. Give him a call, folks. Get a trip booked with him right now, especially if he's going to be heading over for some of those stripers. You'll want to get in on that. Wide open action if you find them. Clear Dude, get some videos of those guys hitting the sandbars and we, we want to Yeah, see I wish we'd have a shot of that <laughs> oh, one. Well, I'm glad it was a bass fisherman and not a trout. Hey, you know, the, you know, you probably don't know there's about a hundred boat tournament going out of Discovery Park today. Yeah, they should be up there pretty soon hey, to see you. Like five of them just came buzzing by. Yeah, that, there's, a, there's a bass tournament out of Discovery Park, and you're just about the right time of the morning for them to make the run up there. You might want to get a bag of potato chips and a six pack and go spark over there. And just it's watch thirty that minutes to get up there, you know. And hopefully, hopefully, these guys are really brave and they try to run like that up Sacramento Slough and Sutter Bypass. <laughs> oh, they they will. I sell boats for a living. I mean, have at it. Yeah, he doesn't repair them. He gives them a new one. Right. Yeah, it works good. Justin, thanks so much for joining us and uh, sticking with us as we get a little carried away here. We enjoyed doing that, and I know you're having fun on the water with your clients today. Take care and good luck to you out there today. Thank you. Justin Leonard with Outcast Guide Service, 530-277. Six eight seven zero. The most fun interview we've done all day, Seth. Well, he's a good kid. He's having a lot of fun. Oh yeah. What else do we need to talk about, Kent? What's going on with bass right now? As far as uh, these big tournaments and everything, you had the head Cut, guy, the some of winner them. and the backup guy that won the U.S. Open. Absolutely, Roy Hawk won the U.S. Open. Was a was a. Cut a day short over Lake Mead because high winds, uh, 40 mile an hour winds of Lake Mead don't work well. And, uh, so they did cut the first day of the event, but Roy Hawk, uh, became a two time U.S. Open champion. So he, he'd won a few years back and, uh, took home about $200,000 and about 180,000, including a boat. Then you had his runner up join him too. Cliff, sitting on the, ho- sitting on hold while on you're On hold while we're talking to, yeah, Cliff King from Ione, California finished second and uh, he did a great job back there and he won the California Open up at Clear Lake in April. He almost went back to back, except with the nice. one bass tournament. How much so. did he lose by? It wasn't much. Uh, no, not. What did uh, you guys say? Like one fish or something? Oh, no, ounces. 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 Yeah. And if you hadn't let that fish poop in your well, yeah, yeah. ounces. So that's that's a scary part. But bass fishing's pretty good, Sep. I mean, the Delta's good. Uh, like I said, uh, on my show, you're looking for a road trip. Shasta's off the hook. They're really doing good. Yeah, there's a lot of places you should be right now. And our yeah. next guest, what a segue. Our next <laughs> guest, right into Mr. It. Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News. That's what he's here for, fishing oh, opportunities. We... The things we forgot to cover, he's going to make sure I'm you know I'm glad we mentioned one bass then. Yeah, obviously. There we go. Good morning, Mr. Hurley. Good morning, gentlemen. How you doing? Uh, Thank we're, you. We're doing a little crazy, but I'm sure you'll get us right back on path again. I know you were enjoying those sandbar things. <laughs> it was awesome. There were grins all around in the studio, and I'm feeling sad for the guy thinking he's going to launch and go over hey, the steering wheel. I've stepped off the back deck of my boat into ankle-deep water more than once. 
Well, so, yeah, I've, I've had to wait out the tide more than one time as well. Yeah, you know. do that the Delta much, you know. It's better, gonna... it's better if you're sitting on one when it's coming in than when it's going out. Yeah. We, it's a lot longer. We wait. might bump. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you got for us, Mr. Hurley? There's got to be some great places people should be fishing right now. Well, there are some fantastic places, and I think you covered many of them. That's one of the great things about uh, listening to your show in the morning. I get all these ideas for stories I want to write this week. I was really excited to hear about the Taylor Creek thing. Um, as far as um, what's happening, I think a couple of things. Lake Amador is being planted. It's the first lake that's really being planted by concessionaires. You're going to see a flood of that happening in the next uh, three or four weeks. You're going to see all these urban lakes start to be planted. I I see. I looked at the California Department of Fish and Wildlife uh, planning schedule, and, it, and they're starting to hit Modesto Reservoir and uh, a couple lakes in Marin County at the end. These urban lakes at the end of the month. So we're at that time. You know, like you said, fall is coming. Uh, you're going to see the lower elevation lakes start to receive some plants. Comanche by the end of the month should be starting to fill up with uh, with trout plants. Um, you know, Pardee, unfortunately, is going to be, the launch map there is closed because of low water, and it'll be closing on the 7th for the winter. Um, you know, for bass, Kent, if you want to take uh, catch a lot of fish, not necessarily size, but if you wanted to take uh, young people out there and uh, do some drop shotting, I think McClure is a really good option. You know, that lake is really low. But uh, you can run up the river arm and catch as many bass as you want, and it might be a great place to fire up a kid to, to go in fishing. What do you think of that? Yeah. Well, McClure is always good. And, and you know, any time we start getting that cooler, you know, fall coming weather, uh, the spotted bass reservoirs go off. And, I, you know, we can name them up and down the valley that are kind of doing the same thing. You know, I mean, just from... From Berryessa to Collins, you know, I mean, Camp Far West, they're all very low. Launching is a challenge in some of them, uh, but fishing is really good in pretty much all those types. You know, Berryessa's off the hook for bass right now, doing really well. Yeah, it's been pretty amazing, that spoon bite. That's, that's actually my favorite way to catch uh, bass, and and even stripers is the... Do you not own a topwater lure, Dave? <laughs> uh, really? It's a, a spoon's your favorite way to catch a bass? We need to get you out. I, hey, Dave, I'm with you. I like to get a spoon out there and just jig, jig mm. for those big stripers out mm-hmm. there. J.D. Richie got me hooked on it years ago. I, I'm worried about you guys. Yeah, we're well, old. Hey, Topwater's a whole heck of a lot of fun, but boy, it takes a little skill there, Kent, you know? <laughs> well, really, you know, I'm not really, sometimes you don't want to work that hard, you know? Okay, but, yeah. we're going to get you guys a buzz bait. They're easy, just real. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually went fishing yesterday, can believe it or not, and boy, it was flat calm in the Delta. And uh, I like just, I like what you were talking about with Justin Leonard just a minute ago, because you want to catch fish, go for stripers right now. If you want to have a it's a crap shoot if you want to go for salmon because we were out there there was probably 25 boats between the mouth of the old sacramento river and the Isleton bridge and there was one fish caught that we saw of course we had some big tides there's a lot of grass in the water right now a lot of you can't even troll 50 feet without having to un, un, take the grass off your lure uh so you know it was any day of fishing is good it was beautiful out there no wind at all not a breath of wind, flag standing straight up. Great day out on the Delta, but uh, it's still, the water's 61 degrees. It's still really warm, and, uh, you know, it's just a matter of catching that school when it comes through and finding fish that are willing to bite, and uh, it just wasn't yesterday the day it was. 
Well, Barry S is another place, Dave, that's uh, doing real well right now. People are on the troll or catching rainbows. They're catching next year's kokanee, and they're also catching some pretty nice landlocked kings out there right now. If the wind hadn't been so bad this week, I would have been out there. So I'm thinking, I'm going this week. It's going to be like 68. It's going to be chilly out there. I don't know. I'll have to take a blankie with me. <laughs> yeah, blankie would be good. Uh, uh, one of the, but I do think that, uh, yeah, you're right. Those Berryessa trout are just gorgeous, aren't they? They're yes. Really colorful, loaded with that big line coming through them, those Eagle Lake strain trout that are in Berryessa. And that's, and what, the they're, that's what they're putting all over California now, this sterile form of the Eagle Lake rainbow trout, fast-growing, eager fish. And good table fare at the same time. But, oh, is that right? I didn't realize that. I think that's a great idea because those fish are absolutely gorgeous. They're one of the most adaptive fish they have out there. It's not replaced all the uh, planters throughout California, but they use it extensively throughout California now. You know, that makes sense because I think you, you have to be a special kind of um, trout to be able to survive uh, Eagle Lake's uh, different conditions, right? Oh, yeah, the high alkalinity that they have up there. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Now, uh, other the, species barely live up there. You know, that lake had bass in it for a year, but it never took off. And uh, they finally eradicated the bass up there, thank God, and got, have nothing but great trophy trout up there now, which is obviously wonderful. I can't wait to sneak up there. If I was uh, going striper fishing, I'd be drifting live bait in the Delta. I think that's been very productive. Trolling has been more difficult, and I think part of it's because of the grass. You know, the wind, wind was up earlier in the week. I know the guys that are drifting live bait are doing fantastic. we got white sea bass showing up in San Francisco Bay, and that gets everybody fired up. I know what James – I like what James is doing. He when it's, when it's clean, when it's clear, he's able to make that long run, and he's not going to be able to do that once that crab season starts. So that makes a lot of sense. you got to get out now if you've got weather window. I would love to get out to Fanny Shoals. And I'm glad that he's he's rotating rocks. I think that makes a big difference, you know. It gives those things a little bit of time to recover. They haven't been touched in 30 years. You don't have to beat up every rock at the same time. Um, and there's just a lot out there. That is that is a great trip. If you want to get into Shelter Cove or Alaska-style rock fishing, you got to go on those trips before crab combos start. And let's hope crab combos start. We will know November 1st. That's uh, They're going to actually, on the 26th or 27th, they're going to do their first assessment of whales, and by November 1st, we'll have an announcement if that crab season gets started. But you got to get that crab validation stamp, and I heard you talk about that today. That's great. Yeah, let me just refresh my memory again. I know I got told earlier today, but how many whale entanglements were there last year? Um, let, me, let, me, let me be like Mike Ogney and check my notes. Uh, I, I, we count zero from the recreational fleet. We count zero. Thank you. I just wanted to make sure that uh, everybody in the know knows that. We've got to remember the recreational fleet puts less than 2,000 pots in the water, where the commercial fleet puts 170,000 pots or more in the water. So I think you could do the math on what are the odds of a whale getting caught in a recreational pot before a commercial pot, although everybody's in the same boat now. For whatever reason. All going out at the same time because somebody got an advantage last year. They're taking the advantage away this year, and that's just the way it's going to work. Well, Dave, we appreciate you sharing with our listeners some more of the wonderful opportunities that California has. And, folks, if you'd like to find out more, you can simply go to Western Outdoor News. Check it out. Get a prescription, as I like to call it, or a subscription if that's what you're looking for. And, Dave, thank you so much for everything you do for us to keep our listeners informed about great opportunities. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. All right. You take care, and thanks much. Well, Mr. Brown, are you going to be able to sneak out this week? 
I think I might be able to pull it off. Seth. But you know what? I never know what my week's going to entail. <laughs> have you got as much dust on your boat as I have my, on mine? Yeah, you know what? My boat's uh, my boat's going to get cleaned out and up. Actually, today it's coming out of the garage and and. I'm going to uh, reload it so Those that I can winds go that we had moving all really that dusty. dirt around left a nice layer on it. I saw Better it get last night. Get that thing cleaned up before Blanton sends you a note. I got all weekend to clean it up. You know, I'm Mark do the sees same that thing. boat when he drives home. He's going to be sending you a note on it. Won't be the first time. <laughs> I'd like to thank you all for listening. I appreciate you being there, and I hope you'll join us again right here next week. Thanks to the control room and to Mr. Brown for joining me. Tight lines, everybody. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and ultimate bass for more information on fishing and hunting guided trips and more visit us on the internet at seps.com california sportsman and ultimate bass productions of seps outdoors incorporated leading the way in outdoor entertainment join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m for another seps saturday morning outdoors